Hi everyone. Today I would love to kick off with one of my favourite passages from the Bible. It's in Matthew 28 verse 19 and it says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And this is my question I really want to pose to each and every one of you. Where are you called to go make disciples. So before we start looking at this, let me introduce myself. Uh, obviously, my name is Karen Kircher. I am married to Mark. We celebrate 34 years of marriage this year. I have three amazing children, Jack, Brad and Georgina. They're all now in their 20s. And in terms of my career, because that has context today, I graduated from uh, university actually with a degree in music, dance, drama, film and television, but entered into retail as a personnel management trainee with Marks and Spencers. I worked with them for five years before then moving into the water industry as a personnel officer, moved through the ranks to a senior role in HR before setting up my own business as a leadership and organisational development coach in the year 2000. So I've celebrated 21 years of running my own business. The other side background uh, is also important is to explain to you my faith journey alongside my kind of career journey as well. I was raised in a very traditional Church of England family. I was christened and baptised as a child and when I was 13. And to be honest, once I got to the end of my teenage years, was not really walking with God. He was kind of in a corner away and I was getting on with my life. So though I believed, I wasn't really practising and living out my faith in my day to day life. What changed then? Well, I became a mum. And as soon as that happened back in 1993, I knew I wanted my children to be raised uh, in much more of a Christian environment, in a church environment, just having healthy role models around them. And so initially returning back to traditional church, I moved into a more charismatic church in 2003. And there, I guess I did an alpha. I was born again. Um, I was baptised uh, in the Holy Spirit, baptised in water, and it was all really very exciting and amazing. And of course, I threw myself into serving in the church, becoming a neighbourhood leader, serving on the welcome team, helping to facilitate Alpha courses. And, and I loved all of that, and particularly inviting friends to social events and seeing a number of them saved. But if I'm honest... It felt like there had to be more to the Christian life. Why did I feel that? Well, if I looked at my life at that time, only a small percentage of it, I was able to commit to my church environment, to serving um, and supporting those in my church family. Because a huge part of my life was actually uh, raising my family, but also running my business as well. And it felt like church was this bit and everything else, like all the other secular stuff 
was taking over my life. And so if I'm honest, I felt a bit of a misfit. I felt like I wasn't doing enough as a Christian in my church environment. And also there was a niggle in my mind all the time. What does go make disciples? What does that mean for me? Is this just about inviting my friends to church? Particularly by that time, a number of my friends had already given their lives to Jesus. So I guess really from about 2005, I began a journey of trying to work out what that whole goal make, go make disciples could actually look like in my everyday. If I embraced everything, my whole life into that, what could that actually look like? Because there is a reality that probably for 95% of us as Christians, we live 95% of our lives beyond the walls of church. So what could Go Make Disciples look like for all of us? And so the journey really, if uh, you imagine I started off, so 2000 when I set up my business, like the businesswoman with my suit, but I did a journey over a number of years when eventually I got, got to a place when instead of seeing myself just as a businesswoman with a secular uh, life, that actually learning to embrace everything about my life for God, I began to see myself as an ambassador for God's kingdom. Profoundly in around 2007, this is where I guess my secular sacred lives collided really rather magnificently. I was running a um, leadership development course. I was one of the coaches on a big course through the Work Foundation. I used to work as one of their associates on the Campaign for Leadership. And I had a group of people um, that I was overseeing as my as a coach. And one of the evenings was really one of those, um, it was kind of all around health and well-being and balance. Uh, and there was a level of spirituality that was included into that evening that left one of the people in my group obviously very profoundly processing. And so I said to him, oh, should we go um, into the bar and, and just have a drink? Let's talk, of which he was very grateful. So there I was with, a thankfully, a large glass of wine. And I felt God say to me in that place, I want you to say to him, if you want to walk on water, you're going to have to get out the boat. Now, at that moment, I was thinking, no, no, I'm a businesswoman. I'm in my work context. No, I can't do that. But as I was sipping through my glass of wine, I, I knew that the Holy Spirit was provoking me to have that conversation. So I plucked up the courage and I just said to the particular gentleman, I've just got this phrase in my head. If you want to walk on water, you're going to have to get out the boat. And he looked at me and went, oh, my gosh, that's the book I have on my desk. And suddenly it was that moment when my Christian life and the prophetic for me in that moment collided into my workplace environment. And suddenly I was thinking, hang on a minute, maybe this is where I can remove that barrier 
of the secular sacred divide in my life. And so from that moment on, that's when I started to really um, look for every opportunity to bring God's kingdom wherever he positioned me. And if you like, the way I would describe myself is on my business card, it says I'm a leadership and organisational development coach. But in practice, I see myself as a kingdom influencer, bringing uh, teaching in terms of how Jesus teaches. I just don't call it that most of the time when I'm in the workplace. So what might this look like? What might being an ambassador for God's kingdom look like in my day to day? Well, first of all, each and every one of us can choose to demonstrate the love and character of Jesus wherever he has positioned us. So whether you work in healthcare, you work in business, you work in education, design technology, you work in central or local government, arts, design, wherever you have been positioned, you can look for those touch point moments to demonstrate the love and character of Jesus. Simple things like um, always looking to encourage people. You know, how many of your workplaces need more people to be encouraged? I'm sure most of you will be nodding at this moment. So whether it's encouragement or just showing patience, looking how you can serve somebody, giving someone time and to listen to them and show a kindness to them. These are all ways that Jesus demonstrates through the Gospels in the Bible, how he put people first. And then for me particularly, I'm called to equip others to lead like Jesus. That's servant leadership. I love running workshops where I will very provokingly say to a group of senior managers, your role is to serve your team, not the other way round. And they can slightly choke on it, but gradually they start to understand what I am talking about. And so whether I'm overtly or covertly teaching, what I am demonstrating to them is how Jesus taught us to lead others. Then a really massive one and one that uh, you know, we, we aren't called just to say yes to Jesus and wait with our golden ticket before we go and live with him for all eternity. We are called to bring transformation wherever he has positioned us to reflect on earth as it is in heaven. And so what's really important is that we grasp how we can shift the culture around us wherever we are positioned. So whether I'm working in business, where I'm working in healthcare, whether I'm in a role in parliament, I'm always looking at how I can shift the atmosphere. So simple things, if I come across anger and, and irritation, then I will bring patience and I will bring peace. Many years ago, I had a client come to her one-to-one -one coaching session and she just came in. She looked anxious. She looked perplexed. She looked worn out and she flopped into the chair and she said, I just wish I could find peace. Now, in that moment, I'm thinking, well, I know where you can find peace. So it was in that moment, partnering with the Holy Spirit, I said, well, I know where you can find peace. Would you like to experience it? Oh, yes, please, she said. 
And so I said, well, can I just pray something very simply over you? You just relax, shut your eyes and let's see what happens. And so I prayed a very simple prayer. Holy Spirit, will you come? Will you fill this place by your peace and your presence? And the tangible peace and presence of God hit that room. And we sat there probably for about 15 minutes, just allowing her to receive God's presence. And it's been incredible to see the journey that she's done from that place. Uh, actually, she spoke to me only a few months ago saying, do you remember that moment? I often remind myself that that's where I can go. I can ask Jesus to help me receive his peace. And so that's just one example of what people are often so craving for in our everyday lives. And so once you understand what kingdom is, then you can look to shift kingdom against any opposite spirit that you are coming up against. And then finally, just bringing God's supernatural kingdom. I've had so many opportunities um, to pray, for example, with people for physical healing. The work I do are often around emotional um, intelligence often enables me to break off lies, whether it's covertly or overtly. Jesus loves everybody. So I can operate often from what I call a covert place. Often that leads to an opportunity where openly they'll say, how do you know that? What's happening? And then I can bring a truth of, well, it's because Jesus loves you. So there's a lot around that. We haven't got time to explore it all today. And I guess what um, that journey that I did from 2005 through till 2015, 16 led me to put all those experiences into my book, Call to Influence. And then a couple of years later, converted the key messages into a training series. And so what does the training series help you it to cover? Well, the focus really here is a very... One of my favourite passages in the Bible, it's Matthew 5, 14 to 16. And it says, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden and nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand and it gives light to all in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. It's such a wonderful passage. It's the one that every day when I'm up and starting my day of work, I remind myself that I am the light of the world and that I can bring transformation to individuals and to organisations just by walking, loving and the compassion and character of Jesus and looking for opportunities to bring transformation. And so a few questions I want to ask really around the context of some of what is in this training series. Where has God positioned you to go make disciples, to be that light in the world? And actually, how intentional are you around non-believers that you encounter daily? How do you demonstrate the love and compassion of Jesus and the signs of his kingdom? 
And to what extent do you feel confident and equipped for fruitful everyday mission? And finally, just one for us as a church, what would a whole life disciple making church look and feel like daily, whereby everyone is focused on mission wherever God has placed you? And so the group uh, I'm running this term, a group training series, uh, which will be open for sign up. Actually, I think from to from today, um, which covers a lot of these elements. Here are the, the modules. It looks at, you know, why me? Why am I called to influence? Um, it looks at this whole thing about secular sacred divide and the lies that we have bought into that have maybe held us back from seeing that all of us are called for mission. Actually, who am I to influence? Understanding my identity as a child of God, but also an ambassador of the kingdom and unpacking what is God's kingdom? Because if you don't know the signs of the kingdom, then how can you bring them in your everyday? I also look at how to influence a really practical module around what I call military manoeuvres, partnering with Holy Spirit and learning whether covertly or overtly how to go about this on a day to day basis. Very importantly, there is also a module on how to cultivate healthy relationships. It's this battle of the mind, our emotional intelligence and how we can learn to keep emotionally healthy because healthy people are able to help others far more easily than broken people. And then module six, I do love module six, is all about how to cultivate kingdom culture. Actually, what do we mean by culture? Obviously, as a church, we carry the culture of honour, for example. But what does that mean? How does that look in the day to day basis in our work environment? And how can you learn to shift negative, ungodly atmospheres in your place of work? And then the final module brings everything together. You get a chance to reflect your learning with those that you have been travelling with. And I love that one. And what I find when the course runs is that people come together in community with each other, sharing experiences, encouraging each other. Um, so I, I have absolutely loved all the courses that I have been running over the last two years. And so I just invite you, if this interests you, do please check out my website, www.calltoinfluence.com. Sign up on the King's Arms uh, website for the course. It will be seven evenings very well spent running on a fortnightly basis from the 7th of March. I just wish you Godspeed. Uh, it's been fantastic to have the opportunity just to share a bit of my journey. God bless everyone.